In life, you're not defined by the times that are easy. What truly makes you who you are is how you deal with the challenges that life throws at you with all of the stress, frustration, and toil that entails. Everybody has a story and everyone has had to overcome something. In this podcast, we dive into the inner experience and how to rise above as a winner. I share my personal reflections as a woman, a mom, a business owner, and I've guests on who share their stories on having to overcome incredible things to be the inner winners they are today. Welcome to the Inner Winner Show. Welcome to another episode of Inner Winner, and it's a solo cast today. On the topic of how to feel powerful. And I don't know about you, but you know what they say about January, the January blues. I've kind of been feeling that on and off for the last couple of weeks. And maybe you have too. And I I've had to do a lot of reflection for myself and just kind of honoring where I'm at and what I need to do whenever I get into that kind of funk to get out of the funk and create a kind of plan for myself. And so I thought I would share this with you today. Um, So, you know, this is something that we've talked about a lot, a lot on this podcast. The fact that, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty in this time and There's, um, you know, we don't have to go into the details. I'm sure you're very well aware because of Corona and because of the job market and the economy as a result of Corona and other things. Um, There is a lot of uncertainty and people, I think in my generation, the millennial generation can feel a little bit discouraged about the future. And you know, there, there's, there's a lot kind of, you know, there's, there's a lot of facts um, pointing to this uncertainty. You know, there's, there's reason for this discouragement about the future. But that doesn't mean that we should stay there. And that doesn't mean it's necessarily true either. You know, there's, There's our reality that we can see, but we can't be too stuck in the present reality we're in because when we only see the situation we're in, you know, the four walls I'm sitting in, like the uncertainty of not having a job or of not being able to study at the university I I was thinking to study at or not being able to travel to see my family or you know, whatever your situation might be that makes you feel out of control to remember that you have power and you have actually created the situation you're in right now. That's how powerful you are, you know. Um, and and I, I want to say this as a challenge to you today to just sit where you're at and just remember what you have created for yourself in your life right now that you can be really proud of, you know? Are you studying abroad right now, you know? Are you in another country that you always dreamt of experiencing? 
Do you have a family that you love? You know, do you have a spouse that you're so in love with or a boyfriend or a girlfriend? Um, you know, do you have children? Like, what is it in your present reality that you that lights you up that you have actually created that you have actually made happen at at a certain point in time? And it's so easy to forget, you know. Uh, so that's why it's so important to just pause sometimes and remember, because your present reality is actually there because of you and because you you wished it to be there at a certain point in time so the same goes for the future you are in control of creating the future that you want and that you feel happy with so it's important to not just stay in the present reality but to actually dream and to actually visualize what is possible because when you get excited about the possibilities, that's when you start taking the right actions that will actually lead you toward creating those possibilities for yourself. So you need to learn to get yourself into the kind of mindset and into the kind of zone and space where you feel excited, where you feel, you know, this exuberant feeling joyous feeling about life because that's when you can start creating momentum and that's when you essentially can create opportunities for yourself so when you're in this kind of funk that's the first thing I would tell you and when I say tell you I'm telling myself as well this is something that I have to remind myself constantly is, you know, instead of maybe scrolling on your phone, because sometimes this is a go-to when you're bored or when you're just feeling like you're in a funk and you don't really know what next steps to take, you just automatically look at your phone because it's right there and it's what we're used to. And it's kind of a sort of addiction in this day and age. So to actually force yourself sometimes to turn off your phone, and to really listen to yourself, where you're at, what's going on in your mind, what you're thinking about, and that's when journaling can be really helpful. And journaling can can feel different for different people. You know, some people like myself, I've always journaled in some shape of or form my whole life. I have loved to have a a journal at hand. And, you know, uh, when I was a kid, sometimes I would write a daily diary, and sometimes I would write out my feelings whenever I I felt I needed it. Um, And now that's kind of the approach I have is to write in my journal when I really feel I need to, um, as well as um, setting goals and Uh, getting clear on on my next steps and that kind of thing. So I basically pull it out when I feel I need to. And so, yeah, step one is to just turn off the phone and turn off all the distractions, all the things that trigger comparisons with other people. Um, You know, Instagram is a perfect example of, of that that um, black hole of 
comparison. Um, and, you know, people present the best of their lives and, and it's the highlights. It's a place of the highlights. But if you forget that and you start comparison your life with everybody on Instagram, then you're probably not going to get out of the funk. <laughs> so just, just turn off. And then number two, to journal. And when you journal, it's really important not to judge yourself. You know, just write out what where you're at right now. Write out what you're what you're feeling and get all the negativity out of your system onto the paper. And what's interesting is that when you start journaling out your feelings in that kind of way, like when you're feeling that January blues or any kind of blues, you you can see that the negativity might be there in the first one or even two pages, but usually by the third page, you can see how your mind starts to shift. You can literally see it on the page. And that's why it's really good to push for that third page. You know, even when you feel like there's there's nothing more you want to write, to just keep writing until you've written three pages because that's when you start writing about the things that you're grateful for or you start writing to yourself about the next steps you should take. You start getting these downloads of, of inspiration and you start feeling more hopeful and you start feeling a sense of clarity of what to do next. Another thing that is great to do is to declutter. And sometimes this can be the first step, to be honest. Um, because, you know, if you're in a messy room, it can really affect your mind. And more than that, it's like when you start decluttering or tidying up or cleaning an environment around you, it's like you do the same with your mind. All of a sudden, you feel more of a clarity in your mind as well. So that's that's really the benefit of decluttering and cleaning. You, It's like you're cleaning and decluttering your mind at the same time. And fourth, the fourth tip I would say is to make a commitment commitment with yourself and stick to it. And when I say make a commitment with yourself, it could be anything that your soul is craving for, that you just know in your heart of hearts that you need. Um you know, the gym is, is, is an easy example. You know, if you know that you feel so much better after going to the gym, then make a commitment with yourself to go to the gym. doesn't have to be every day. It can be, you know, three times a week and stick to that. And maybe you're just at the gym for 30 minutes each time and that's fine. In 2020, we dealt with the unknown of a new pandemic. You indulged in the comfort foods, the sweets, the alcoholic beverages, and put on some more pounds. I don't blame you. 
But now is a new year, a clean slate. We know what we're dealing with now and you are going to rise to the occasion. 2021 is going to be the year you feel and look your absolute best. Join our full body reset challenge this month and get a health program designed around Forever's aloe vera drinking gel, additional supplements, and a nutritionally balanced diet, leaving you feeling energized and supported on your fitness journey. And do it together with others committed to the same goal as you this year. This challenge is custom made to meet your needs, fitness background, fitness goals, and budget. Email me at innerwellnesswoman at gmail.com to claim your spot. But to make a commitment to yourself regarding something that you know is going to push you forward toward the place you want to be in life. And it can also be starting a project that is connected to your dreams. You know, maybe you want to be a writer one day. So instead of thinking, oh, one day it would be nice to be a writer, to actually start taking that action today. Despite having a busy schedule, despite all the excuses that are valid of being tired, of... um yeah, just not finding the time, whatever it is, to still make it happen. Even like I said, even if it's just writing for five minutes at five in the morning, you know, if you have to wake up a little bit earlier or writing for five minutes right before going to bed, to fit it in, that in itself will make you feel powerful because you are literally setting aside the time to honor your dreams, which means honoring yourself on the deepest level. And this point, however, comes with knowing yourself. Because somebody like me tends to overcommit. So I almost need to tell myself and force myself to commit to something small. For me, currently, what I'm doing is to read a paragraph from a book that inspires me in the morning, just one paragraph. And that is really helping me um, just get into the right kind of mindset the first thing in the morning. But I kind of have to force myself to get there. Like I have to, you know, instead of going straight to preparing breakfast in the morning, I have to force myself to actually sit down on my yoga mat in the living room and pull out this book. And whenever I do, I feel so much better about myself and, you know, feeling like I'm going in the right direction, not to mention the inspiration I feel from reading those words. So, yeah, sometimes under-committing to something, if that makes sense, is better than over-committing, you know, to, to start small. And the next point is to become resourceful. This is the most important point, I think, when getting into this 
this um this space of feeling powerful because you can easily look at something like the next steps in your career or when it comes to job searching or when it comes to your business or whatever it may be you know we all face problems in life and life is full of problems and so we can either be overwhelmed by the problem and say to ourselves i don't know how to do this i can't do this i've never done this before i you know i am i'm i'm bad at this kind of thing i'm not qualified for this kind of thing or we can reframe it and that's really what we need to do we need to reframe it for ourselves even if we don't believe it initially we need to tell ourselves instead of i don't know how to do xyz i know how to do xyz or i may not know how to do this but i do know how to do this i can't do that to reframe that into i can do that or i'm maybe i can't do that but i can do this you see what i'm saying so a an example of this um that happened to me recently was looking at my business and something that i've been struggling with for a while has been how to take care of my customers and customer retention so i have an international business with forever i have customers in the uk in sweden in australia in america in greenland etc etc but because of this i've really struggled with taking care of them um you know how do i take care of customers who are not in my immediate environment has been my question and i felt really hopeless about this and i've seen other people you know figuring things out but i i i just have felt like i can't and even with my my close customers in sweden um i felt like like i just don't know how to take care of them to want to continue being my customers like how do i do that you know and it's felt really overwhelming and you know there's a lot of business tips and strategies out there on how to do things and so you need to have a a uh, an email list and you need to have funnels and you need to have this and that and you need to have a website and you need to have a landing page you know like all these things can get really overwhelming and there was a point when when i thought that i i needed to purchase like um like little goodie bags and little cards and you know something that would make customers really happy you know when they opened up their delivery and i still believe that that's a really nice touch but at the point where i'm at right now it's like i i have to be a little bit cautious with with my spending and that's when i started getting resourceful and i started thinking well instead of purchasing cards to you know to have cards printed and then to always have them available to write in um and then to put in the packages to send to my customers what if i purchased you know blank cards and painted on them myself made them pretty myself instead of 
finding a nice graphic somewhere online and having them printed that way or finding cards already printed. You know, what if I did it myself? Because something that I've been exploring recently has been just drawing quite a lot and finding that I really enjoy it. And so just this realization, you know, the fact that I have the power to actually make really nice cards and send to my customers, that was such a relief for me. I was like, yeah. And my customers will feel, you know, more personally connected with me. Like it's a more of a personal touch and I will really enjoy the process of, of drawing these cards for my customers. And so, you know, it's, it's really about becoming resourceful resourceful with what you have and it doesn't have to be costly at all so remembering when you're in this funk that you're in control to reframe the pattern that's running through your brain of i can't do this i i'm not capable of this oh i'm so bad at this to stop and literally think and write it out on a piece of paper, if that helps, to think, I can do this. I am resourceful. And that's when you'll find your answers. Finally, my final point for feeling powerful is to do something nice for another and this is this is really a go-to for me. It's like, you know, it can be as simple as writing a message for somebody and just letting them know that you've thought about them. It can be as simple as figuring out a nice dinner that your your spouse will be happy to to enjoy. You know, it can be can be anything, anything really, but getting out of your own head. Um, and thinking about another is so liberating. Um, you know, when we usually when we end up in a funk like that, it's because we've become too self-obsessed. We have to find a way out of that mindset, and the easiest way is to do something for somebody else. And then we can see our value. You know, we can we can experience making somebody happy and it makes us feel valuable. It makes us feel like we have something of value to give to somebody else, that we are appreciated. And that makes all the difference, doesn't it? So that was my quick episode for this Monday. Hope you got something out of it. And have an incredible week ahead and stay feeling powerful because you are, you really are. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you got something out of it, please share it with your friends, family, somebody you think would benefit from the message. And I hope to see you in our next episode. Bye.